Hey, hey, it is, <clears throat> it is Tuesday, May 18th, 12.35, um, what is this, like, p.m. or a.m.? I'm guessing this is p.m., because, yeah, because a.m. is, like, at nighttime. Anyways, so, I have class in, like, 15 minutes. It's my contraband class, you know, the class that I said before, where I'm not actually in the class, but I just go there, because it's, like, interesting. Anyways, um, so I'm just making some quick parts and I'm going to piece it all together into one episode. So, yeah, um, anyways, I have a lot of stuff to do before the year ends out. Last thing, last day I think to turn in and like put in grades is like the 26th and this is not going well for me and I want to keep my like beta club thingy and Mr. Sir, my some teacher was like, gotta get your grades up or else I'll have to take them from you. And it's like, Mr. Sir, please, I don't want you to take this from me. I need to collect a bunch of cords. And okay, the thing just cut me off, but I was like, yeah, I want to collect cords and the thingies. Like, I want to, like, infinity stones, trying to get them all up. I'm trying to get pumping, you know? Anyways, but I'm like, mmm, yeah. So, has my day i'm gonna start driving to school and i'll like talk along the way so oh god it's kind of hot in here let me turn on this there and turn off that radio so yeah uh that one time that i said i finally sent that one dm to my crush like a long time ago like last semester i meant uh, this happened in then like a previous episode like i don't know which episode but it happened i explained it anyways he responded after like a bajillion years and he was like basically let me down his message was like yeah sorry like you know i'm in a relationship at the moment also i'm not like that and i'm i was like okay i guess um, I was gonna respond to them, but I was like, nah, I just not do anything at all because, yeah, I was gonna respond and be like, hey, no problem, that was like a bajillion years ago, I'm over it. Um, truth is, was I over it? No, not really, because I'm just have this issue where it's just like a total infatuation over someone, um, yeah until they'd say like no and then somehow it all just stops and i don't know there's some stuff going on there so maybe need to probe my mind later on and search through that like that i don't know it's not like turmoil it's just like stuff it's just like emotional like stuff it's, and it's not, like, emotional, like, I want to cry, emotional, oh, why is the, a- oh, yeah, I said it was hot, I was like, why is the AC on? Anyways, um, so, has anything interesting happened? That one Chick-fil-A thing, I did the interview, and I did really well, because, um, usually she was, the lady was telling me, was like, yeah, like, we gather up at the end of the day to, you know, see, like, the candidates and offer them the job later on, so we give you the call the next day, but she offered me on the spot, which is really good, 10 an hour, which is, like, I guess, pretty good, um, and then, 
so yeah and then I had orientation but I didn't I was gonna make it on time but I forgot my two forms of ID and I was just like you know what I'm not even looking too good let's just do this another day um so yeah and then um what else what else I'm sorry I keep like stretching this and be like um um so yeah and <laughs> that's funny that kind of sounds like Dixie D'Amelio um um this is my impression of Dixie D'Amelio driving to school to get to Fort Period um while recording her an episode on her podcast does she have a podcast I feel like she does anyways um uh, hey you guys, this is, uh, Dixie D'Amelio here, and, uh, I'm currently driving to, um, my school, cause I have fourth period, um, so, yeah, basically, I'm a scholar student, and, yeah, I don't know, that was kind of a bad impression. <laughs> uh, I don't know, does Dixie D'Amelio go to high school? Or is she like a college person? I think she's a college person. Anyways, who knows? I don't keep up with any of those TikTok people. Or anyone. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And I got orientation like uh, later on. Um, good thing, because I, I called them, I was like, hey, you guys, um, I'm not gonna be able to make it, and they're like, okay, like, they're surprisingly cool with it, um, which I wasn't, like, really expecting, and then, um, after that, today, after school, I'm gonna be going to the thingy, where they're, like, because after the orientation, they were like, yeah, so you guys, they were like, oh, I know. I wrote this down on my notes. I wanted to talk about this. Now I know. I know what I'm going to do. Okay, so anyways, let me get you started. So, yeah, I was on orientation. I was filling up all those forms and all that stuff. Then at the end, like, they should, they were like, yeah, this some lady's going to contact you and tell you to come in. We're going to make sure you get ready for your first day. Basically, orientation part two. And then... Um, so some, like, red flags. This is, like, at Chick-fil-A. So, like, um, straight up exposing Chick-fil-A. <laughs> not really. It's not, like, something big. And it's not, like, something that we don't know about or, like, don't expect. Anyways. So, yeah. I was filling out, um, work. And, uh, they talked to us about uniforms and all that stuff. But, like, some red flags that... I, like, noticed when, during that inner orientation, um, was that she, they told us that our salary was to be, like, discussed and was only, like, a private thing, and that's a red flag, because that's something that companies usually do, so they don't stop, so they can stop their workers from asking for better pay, because, like, they'll, some of them will, like, negotiate or something, and some of them won't, and so, like, they'll end up with, like, 
different salaries for like the same type of job and they don't want like the workers their employees to discuss that because then if other employees find out that the some other worker is like getting paid like more than them they're gonna ask for a, a raise and obviously companies don't want to give people raises what giving people more money giving people a livable wage i can't <laughs> anyways <laughs> yeah they're like that and then um that was red flag um i like the team environment that was there like from what i saw i don't know how it is like the whole time but everyone was pretty nice um something that i really noticed is that everyone there working at the front was like um appeal to very much like western beauty standards and by that i mean everyone there or at least working at the front was like a white boy or girl that was like um pretty like you know like a standard good looking so like you know clear face um they have like a good height on them they're pretty like you know slim and all the workers that they put in the back because and it's not like it's like so the people that i noticed that they offer the job to are like that um so oh, i'm not gonna have time to finish this but I'm just gonna start it out and then finish my ideas um, later on. But yeah, so yeah, they're like a lot of like white people and it's just, you know, like, yeah, you know, maybe like having a few like minorities and all that stuff working in the back isn't like so bad, but like when it's like very like often that it's like not coincidental at that point. So there was these two, the only like minorities like besides me um was this other girl she was also like hispanic and but the thing about us is that like we're able to like present ourselves in a way that's very much like you know obviously we're not white but we're able to satisfy and be in their whiteness if you can understand what i'm saying um so it's so what I noticed it's like to be offered because uh, there were these two other people there was this black guy and this other Hispanic girl um they were both um like just um not like slimmer and obviously they were like people of color as well and it's just so awkward to me and it's just like so weird to me that um the people in the front and the people who have to do who have to like deal with other people are um white and like very much appeal to those like beauty standards um and what people like about people which is like white slim and you know like pretty um so that was very like weird and like you know another like red flag i noticed because like um me and that other because the people of color that the only like that i saw there was no 
black people, there was only Hispanics, and there was only one girl that's Hispanic. She's, I don't know her, but when I came home, my mom was like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so, that's like, because it's my mom's friend's daughter. Anyway, so her, there's me and that other girl, and both of us were like orientation, that other girl has been working there, the, me and the other girl who were in orientation have not, so that makes like three Hispanic people. Um, and yeah, we're Hispanic and, you know, like brown skin, but we're able to not, uh, I can't, um, try my best to explain, not pass ourselves as white, but be, um, palatable to white audiences. So, like, um, we can, and this has been like a thing, like, I guess, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, like a flex or anything, but it's, like, um, a privilege, kind of, that I've had, but not really. It's just something, I guess, that's happened to me, um, is that, like, throughout my life, um, I've had a lot of things, like, I'm able to be palatable towards white audiences, but... I always know, and I'm always, like, treated, um, like, not white, because, like, obviously, if you could look at me, I'm not white, <laughs> um, and I think it's just that so much of this, like, colonialism and, like, racism that comes from colonialism, it's just, like, built into us so much, and, um, just, like, our customer service voice or whatever, you know what I mean, you know when you change the way you act and the way you talk to, like, sound more happy, friendly, and, like, make your voice, like, um, like, correct, air quotations, um, and that basically just means sounding like a white person, and it's just, like, so, like, ugh, stupid, anyways, um, but, yeah, because it's, like, you know, like, your customer service voice is, like, sounding like a white person, because then if people know that you're not white, people are, like, get, don't, like, take you seriously and all that stuff I really want to elaborate on this because I have like such a like shitty base foundation on all of what I'm saying but I can't do it right now because I have class but I will elaborate later on okay so it's later on which means it is um Thursday the 20th 326 p.m. I out of school on my way to pick up my mom from work and let me finish my thoughts what I was saying before um I was on the whole Chick-fil-A thing so it was yeah because I noticed people like working there and like the people were all like really just kind of like white skinny people um and the people like everyone who was like in the kitchen and working in the back were, like, people of color, like, um, like, black men, and just, like, Hispanic, and, you know, brown people, and it was, um, it's like, you know, like, if it was just, 
if it was like you know mixed up or, sorry that was a truck i'm gonna close my window so you guys can hear me which means i'm going to turn on my ac because it's hot outside anyways like you know it's it would be a coincidence you know if it was like you know here and there but like i don't know the fact that it's just like the entire like staff in general is just you know like it's not a coincidence at that point and it's just like ironic how all the people who are working up front and like with customers and all that stuff and have to interact with like customers are like white people or if they're not white like me that other girl and the other hispanic girl that we're i was talking about those other two hispanic girls i guess um like we can be portrayed in a way that's palatable to white people and i was saying like when growing up um you know like you know how racist the like esl thing is like i swear they put anyone who like just looks like hispanic in english as a second language they like like if you speak spanish at school they're like yep you you don't speak english like i don't know it's so stupid because my sister was put in it um and i never understood it i was so confused i was like why are you put in english as a second language when we both speak like the same the only difference was that um she spoke spanish at school to her friend sometimes and i at school only spoke english um because that was just what everyone spoke and everyone spoke to me in english so i just responded in english and so when like they came to like you know our class to like take kids to take to like esl and all that stuff they didn't take me because um they didn't like um have my they didn't like you know they weren't like yep that kid speaking spanish they're they just heard me like speaking english and they took like all the other kids who spoke spanish even though they were also like spanish english like bilingual people and i was like a bilingual person too um and with that being said you might like i guess like think that I would fit in with, like, the other people and, like, you know, just be part of the other group, but it's just, like, talking to these other people, they would be, like, yeah, my mom's from, like, Jersey or something, my dad's from, like, Mississippi, um, you know, they're, like, I don't know, they're, like, social workers or, like, she's, um, she's like a secretary or something like that and some like blue collar job like that or something of the sort and I would be like um like I remember being at that young age and um I don't know kids I remember kids would like flex about like where their parents worked or something and it was very classes like and it just made me so insecure because my parents weren't from like the u.s they're from mexico and they can't speak english and they have like a very thick english like spanish accent and so 
and they can't get like good jobs either they don't have any kind of like formal education they didn't like go to high school or stuff like that and it just made me so like insecure and I would kind of just like try and brush it off and it's just like crazy because like these kids like it's so hard just like doing that alone but like having like kids like kind of your own age kind of like um make fun of you for like being poor is like so it's so like uncool and so lame and it sucks and um I remember when I was like a kid I grew up with like um insecure when um like a big insecurity for me was like when people were like oh my god like like pop culture like american pop culture they would be like oh yeah like um the beatles um like some other like band or like artists from the past and they would be like yeah that's such a classic like kiss they're such a classic like elvis presley and it's like i didn't grow up like with that kind of parents never listened to that kind of music and i would kind of just like (laughs) i would just like um avoid it and like kind of like fake it and dude and it's crazy because i remember sometimes like i would be like yeah i don't know who that is and kids would be like oh my god you don't know who that is like 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 they'd be like oh my god yeah you don't know who that is like that's like and not like an oh my god you don't know who that is that's crazy it's like oh my gosh like ew you don't know who that is and it just made me feel like so awful (laughs) because um I just because I kind of like I couldn't fit in with my own people because whenever I would try to fit in with like the other like Hispanic people they would be like oh um you know like because they did, wouldn't hear me speaking Spanish but like I obviously look Hispanic um and they would be like oh like do you even because I like I would speak English at school and they'd be like oh do you even speak like English like oh I bet you don't know what this word is and it's like yeah I do and like it's like I spoke Spanish better than those kids too and they just I guess I just kind of like felt tired of having to prove myself and prove to others that I am like Hispanic and like I am Mexican and I can speak Spanish even though I might speak English at school that doesn't mean that I like that doesn't mean that I'm like not Mexican or something and I just got like like and it just made me insecure because I couldn't like be like because my sister um ever since kind of like she was little she did fit in with like the other hispanic kids because she was like she would very much like speak spanish at like school and it's not like that i was like ashamed of it or anything it's just kind of like i just have the like i would just respond and i'm like spoken to and everyone would speak to me in English so I would just respond in English and if they spoke to me in Spanish I would respond to me and respond in Spanish and um when I was younger I kind of wasn't like 
super duper great at like Spanish and like I wasn't like I guess would say like fluent or something because like I don't know when they would give me like documents to read for school or like for other things I couldn't like translate them and they would be like oh like oh my god you like suck like you know, like, you go to school and you can't, like, translate this simple thing, and they'd be like, oh my god, you, like, you're doing it with such a, like, bad attitude, or you're so bad at this, I can't believe you can't do this, and you go to school and all this stuff, and it just made me feel so awful, so I just kind of, like, grew up with, like, so many, like, insecurities, and, like, um, for a long time, I felt like I didn't fit in, and not just for being, like, um, Hispanic, but also for being gay, like, um, that's just, like, a whole another layer to that kind of, like, hurtful, like, growing up, um, it was awful, because, um, obviously, I'm not a girl, so I couldn't fit in with the girls, but we, and, like, I couldn't fit in with the boys, because, like, on the inside, I guess, I, I was different, and on the outside, I don't, I'm different from everyone else, so, it just felt, like, really alone and but yeah basically what I'm trying to say is that like it's crazy like yeah I can be um made and serve to people in a way that's digestible for them to see me and hear me but I I guess like with and when if and when they truly got to know me um and I guess I just have to like it's crazy cause like yeah like I can be palatable to like white people and all that stuff but um I don't know it, it's like very like disappointing knowing that when it comes down and boils down to like me I know that I'm not white I'm not straight um, and I never will be and I can't change that and um, I guess that's just like something um, people don't like for some reason but yeah um and it's crazy, but I got the job, and they're pretty nice. I did orientation, like, yesterday after school, after band practice, and let me tell you how that went. So, um, I told, I was talking about soloing for jazz band, because for jazz band, you have to come up with your own solo. It's not like a written solo, like in a, in, like, symphonic band or concert band, because symphonic band or concert band it's like classical music and jazz band it's like a different genre of music and in that genre you come up with your own solo and usually I'll do like kind of bad I'll do like yeah kind of badly and I'll just get by but that day I kind of like because I know deep down I can actually do well but I don't I did I talked about this before on the last episode um I'm kind of just like scared um because I just kind of, like, feel like I'm gonna let, like, mostly my band teacher down, 
and it's like kind of that whole unhealthy relationship um that or like the way I think of him is unhealthy um and I kind of like let go for a bit and I sounded really good and everyone was impressed too and then um I don't know once I heard everyone's like audible gasp of like being like oh my god like you know that was like really good um I don't know like the their reaction kind of just like messed me up and I kind of like I was doing good and then I just fell and down and it messed me up because I was just their reaction like oh my god like that was so good made me think like well they're reacting like oh my god that was so good because usually they're like oh my god that was so bad I can't believe you're actually good and it's like my unhealthy like way that I view myself I know that's probably not what they actually think of me but I, I just can't let it go and it's hard to fight it but I'm doing better at it but big news I have not told anyone well I haven't I have told some people I haven't so okay so first of all um my English teacher came to my Spanish classroom to tell me that I needed to return these books and I was like uh I don't know where these she was like yeah you need to return these to like the English books like this one like your senior year English book which is like AP literature and your like um junior year English book which is like AP language and I was like um okay but I don't have an AP language book because I never checked that one out we never had to do a AP language book and she was like oh that's weird because here it says that you do and I was like yeah I never took out a book like that and I went today after school to return it and um because I I got it at like the beginning of the year I think I've mentioned it or maybe I did it and Oh, hold up. I'm just... So, yeah, I mentioned it at the beginning of the year, but maybe I didn't. So, yeah, it's been... I got it, and I put it in my trunk, and it's never left my car since then. So, it's still in my trunk, so I got it out of the trunk. And it still had the original sticky note that the librarian put on it to give it to me. And so, I returned it back with that same sticky note from the beginning of the year, which is crazy. And anyways, I went with Devin, because I was giving him a ride home, um... And so we went there and she was like, the librarian was like, yeah, so are you, when do you want to record the video? I was like, record what video? She was like, yeah, your speech. I was like, oh, you chose my speech because I don't know if I said this a while ago, but I wrote, uh, so for graduation speeches, you have to like write one, like a speech and submit it to them. And then they'll choose it from all the other speeches and I wrote my speech um, some time after work, after the, the like, speed park that I worked at. By, um, I quit my job, and that day I was like, yeah, I need to leave because I need to write this speech. And I didn't finish until, like, sometime in the morning, and it was due at, like, 12. But I turned it in, um, and I, put it, I gave it, like, a good run through Grammarly <laughs> um, before I turned it in. And... 
it's just crazy that they chose my speech because um i haven't done such i haven't done the best job of world building on this podcast but basically i was up against all like the ap people all like the ap white preppy people you know the ones who get like good grades and have like a like like 6.7 gpa or something that's obviously an exaggeration but yeah they'll do like like all those people who like write about i don't know something and get into like the to like the really good colleges and their parents work as like they have like good blue collar jobs like i don't know like um like being a pilot or something um and yeah um they have these like big houses and it's like dude how can i compete with someone like that because you know they're pretty good at like writing essays and i wrote mine about um doing badly in school because you because i just hated myself (laughs) and i would like just had a lot of self-doubt and i wrote about learning to love um yourself and take care of yourself and um yeah but i'm just surprised that they chose my speech because i was yeah as, as i said i was up against like all those people and i was like like i wrote that speech i was like because i wanted i didn't do a good i didn't think i did a good job at like writing my things and of the sorts and i was like um this world building in my speech is kind of whack so i don't know i was like i didn't connect everything really well and it's kind of janky but i'll turn it in it's not like they're gonna choose mine either way because i just wanted to give it a try i wasn't really expecting to win um and but I didn't want to go in with that mentality. So as I was writing the speech, I was like, you know, I'm the baddest bitch ever. I'm I'm going to win this. Um, no one's going to beat my speech. But like, so I wrote it and all that stuff. But I can't believe that they chose my speech. Like, it's such a big shocker. Like, even like right now. And like, I'm still like, it's still like not processing like through my head. Like, this is like pretty big. Like, I can't believe i beat all those people out with my speech because that's wild but anyways that's what happened today so and that's kind of all what i have to say right now so yeah until next time and um i'm gonna upload some other one soon explaining the california situation because i know that's gonna play a part later on this summer so yeah that's it bye